from an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot, come hell or high water, tonight's episode, which Thanksgiving is which Thanksgiving? And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy! Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good day, good dawn, good desk, good dusk, good night. Uh, welcome to the long shot. It is a podcast, of course, not the only long shot podcast, but the original long shot podcast. There's like five of them now. Are there really? Maybe more. I don't know. The only one I'm aware of is the, uh, is the NBA one, the basketball one. There's one that somebody pointed out. That's about like the COVID vaccine. (laughs) Really? I believe. Anyway. Uh, Uh, that's funny. I want to. I want to listen to that. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Sean Connery. With me today on the podcast, the light at the end of the rainbow. Amber Kenny is here. Hello. <laughs> the prize in the Ritz cracker box. Uh, and I think Joe is not going to make it. Right? Is that true? I haven't heard anything from him. And Jamie. Is not going to make it. Mm. So it's just going to be us. Alex texted me to say that was okay. Oh, good. Yeah. So that made me feel good. Uh, first of all, I just want to start with an apology about something that happened last week that really bothered me. Oh. Uh, which was you know, I was talking about all that stuff that took place in South Carolina. And I mentioned the author, Pat Conroy, in the context of having written a book called Prince of Tides, Mm -hmm. which was made into a movie. And what I said was the movie starred Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford. And of course, Robert Redford was not in the movie, The Prince of Tides. It was Nick Nolte. Hmm. I got my Nolte's confused but with my Redford. She did do a movie with Robert Redford. She did a movie called The Way We Were in uh, the early 70s. I feel Robert like that's Redford. a forgivable. It was a very famous, very romantic movie. I never saw it. I know that ostensibly... She had a huge crush on Robert Redford and transmuted that into her performance. Some real chemistry. Mm-hmm. How could you possibly have a crush on Robert Redford, the dreamiest man alive? <laughs> uh, and of course, we know that Redford did The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand. Nolte did The Prince of Tides, Barbara Streisand. Nolte did a movie with Redford called a walk in the woods um so it's easy to shh it's easy to mix those things up uh 
Anyway, I'm making a mashup of Nolte, Redford, and Streisand. It's called The Way We Were on Our Walk in the Woods. In Madison County. <laughs> yes, Clint Eastwood is in it <laughs> with uh, Meryl Streep. And then we're going to throw a little Glenn Close in there from... Uh, Fatal Attraction. <laughs> yes, and Michael Douglas. Yeah, well, I think you should. I'm glad that you apologized because I'm sure people were outraged. I'm sure it was angering. I, I don't care what people think. I care what I think. And I was outraged. No, it was just one of those things where I played it on the, like I was checking to see if it was working right on on the YouTubes. And so I hit it and it was right at that moment where I said that. And I was like, that's not right. You know, like <laughs> I'm idiot. sure we say a lot. Other I know, I know. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Like, thank God <laughs> I don't listen to more than that because there's many, many facts gotten wrong, especially on a thing like last week where I was talking a lot of factually based stuff, yeah. you know, and so uh, quite certain I got a lot of that stuff wrong. Um, but anyway, so I'm sorry that I upset all the Prince of Tides fans out there and the Redford fans and the Streisand fans and the Nick Nolte fans. I apologize. And I think there's a Venn diagram where a lot of those people are the same people, mm-hmm. but there's probably people who are like, I love Nick Nolte, but I hated Prince of Tides, you know? Fun fact. My dad hates Barbara Streisand and I'm not exactly sure why. But not he gets like, no, no, no reason. He just gets, he just finds her irritating. I don't, you know how like there's just some people that, mm-hmm. that, Get under your skin, or or you just oh can't see yes, the I do, I do. <laughs> but I um, do. it's it's random that it's mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand for my dad. Um, that makes me want to send him like a DVD or something, you know. <laughs> like here's a here's a highlight reel of all the great Barbara Streisand performances. Just because I want to investigate why, you know, like yes. what's the root, what's, what's the root cause? Yeah. What- well, she has major like theater kid energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see like she's performing. I don't know. I don't know if it's that, right. but she's very good at it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She's she's like this is the way we were. I'm Yento. Like she's always, you know. It's always about she's got the, a presence. Yeah, yeah. It's a particular type of performer, and I could see how that would rub. It's not natural. It's not a like. She's a real person, you know. Um, you don't walk away from it going. She really inhabited that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk away from it going, boy, she dazzled me, you know? Yeah. Um, almost like a musical theater thing. Very similar. <laughs> which is my, which is my speciality. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big musical theater dazzler. Are you pumped for Dear Evan Hansen? I've heard such terrible, I never saw the play and I've heard <laughs> such terrible things about the movie Same. that I feel like I kind of want to wait till it comes around so you can stage. see the, the play in a more pure form. Yeah, because I know people loved it, you know? And I do think 
I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I don't, I don't have any conclusions or knowledge about any of this stuff, but like, obviously doing a musical, there's something about it that is, it's about being in the room where people are doing the singing and the dancing, you know? Totally. I think there have been some successful film adaptations of musicals, but they're sort of the exception, not the rule. Like, like Chicago, I thought was great. I never saw Chicago. They did it. Um, it was set up in a way that they explained it. And so all of the musical numbers were shot differently with different lighting. So it was like, this is them going into their head Mm -hmm. or this is how this is their fantasy. Um, and then when it came back to like, um, an acting scene, a pure acting scene, it was sort of like muted colors, gray tones. And so it, so anyway, Bob, like just very normal voices like that. Yeah. But so it, it, um, Sorry, I was, just, I, was just about, I was just thinking about cellophane for a minute. I'm back. I'm back. I was just thinking about exactly, know. exactly like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's it's it's successful when there's sort of an inherent logic just to the film itself. Like it not it doesn't have to be consistent in every movie, but like this is when we are singing, this is when we aren't, this is who can hear it, this is who can't. Just like yeah. I think when they're when it's not consistent, that's when it's it it's really uh-huh. hard to swallow. Yeah, like what you're right. Like what's the internal logic? Um whereas it feels like that's not, I mean, certainly that there's some of that in a live performance, but it's not as difficult to pull off. Well, you've already suspended your disbelief. A certain amount like mm-hmm. you're looking at a stage right so it's easier to also like sure they're singing but in a movie it's you're close up to their faces you really mm-hmm. see them you really see the set so you you gotta sell me on why they're singing and dancing right now right like is this the you does everyone sing and dance in this universe or is it this specific person like what's happening right and in the in a play, you're like, of course he's singing. He's a phantom, but he's a phantom of the fucking <laughs> opera. And he's got moves. Right in the name. Of course Did he's going to sing. Um, oh, no. I'm blanking on the name. The one that came out this summer. The Lin-Manuel Miranda. No. In the Heights? In the Heights, yes. No, I didn't see it. And I still haven't seen Aristotle. Or what's the? Hamilton. Hamilton. I haven't seen the film version of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I saw it live. live. It's not really a big deal. I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, I have not seen it live, nor have I seen the film, uh, but I would like to. I do think it's, it does make me like, I'm sure I would love it, but it also just makes me laugh in, in prospect because it is like, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, but it does make me, me laugh that, like when that was at its peak in the zeitgeist, I just thought it was funny to do everything, to say everything in a rap. Like, I'm gonna walk out now. You know, like it's just like everything. It just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Well, Jeff that, never fully listened to the cast recording, like truly his choice to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And he never watched it, but it was, he absorbed enough 
through osmosis and like how often I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. So his impressions of the play make me pee my pants laughing because it's like he is right, but so wrong at the same time where mm-hmm. it's like he's got the exact right intonation, yeah. but like not talking about the right thing. I don't know. I, you had to be there. I, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, but, yeah, but I but I feel like we're kind of saying the same thing. Like I, I it, it makes me laugh in a way that I can't quite articulate because I'm missing the the heart of it. And I'm just going off the like the cadence and the like this is how we talk to each other all the time you know <laughs> there's a there's a part where they um are talking about how many papers and and pamphlets he he wrote in a specific amount of time and it's mm-hmm. a very impressive amount but jeff's impression of it is like 57 things <laughs> 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 Which is also playing into the idea of musical theater in general, which is always funny too. Um, and you know, I, I'm sure I mentioned this before, but one of the one of the things that I really am still kind of bummed out about mm-hmm. in terms of this whole COVID shutdown is that literally right when this happened, I was about to audition for a musical harold team at the ucb theater like i I, was did you mention that before i i i always think i've already talked about everything but maybe i never talked about that or maybe Uh, i just don't listen to you (laughs) well thanks a lot um (laughs) but but yeah i was you know that i had just after i don't know what 20 something years i had gone back and taken an improv class in musical improv and i was about to audition for a musical team because as we have discussed ad nauseum and ad infinitum on this show i loved musical theater all through high school and college that was like the thing i did i've always enjoyed it although i refused to give uh les mis a standing ovation when i went to see that even though everybody else in the theater was standing i was like nope nope not good enough nope (laughs) Uh uh-uh nope Uh uh-uh okay it was fine uh you showed them but so when we when i did chicago city limits we used to do improvised musicals and i loved it but it was like first of all we had a shitty piano player at the time like the the main company was was accompanied by somebody who really like led and followed the people improvising songs like supported whatever moves they made I shouldn't say we had a shitty piano player. We had a guy who did, who was not capable of doing that, mm. you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a very, that's a hard skill. It's incredibly skillful. Yes. Yeah. And so, and, and none of us had the talent to just get out there and sing, you know? Um, it was always about the piano player making us look good. And we didn't have a guy who was capable of doing that. So I really loved doing it, but and I just didn't get to do it mu- enough, you know. The piano player went home every show and was like, Ugh, I wish I had, I worked with <laughs> improvisers that could make me look good. Like he was doing the same thing. Well, no, what he was doing was going, I should be on stage, not them. And eventually he was. So that all worked out, you know, after everybody else left, they put him in the, in the show. But it sounds like what you're saying to recap because I am. Uh, is this about the Nolte thing? Is that <laughs> you love musical theater, 
and you love improv mm-hmm. and this feels like a a confluence of two yeah. interests and i was very excited to audition for this herald team in hopes that i would get to do musicals on a regular basis and 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 it was an interesting thing because i kind of went back and forth on it but then i was like and this is a good thing to sort of remember about all of that stuff. I was like, this is the thing that makes me the happiest. So why would I not try to do this thing? You know, this other aspect of this thing that I enjoy so much. Um, So anyway, it was literally like, I, I think whatever the day everything shut down was, it was like the Ides of March or something. And I was literally had an audition like the next day or oh something. Oh my God. Uh, and who knows if that's ever going to happen, happen again, again. you yeah. know? Um, well, cause even if the theater fully opens, I'm sure the musical Herald team isn't the top priority. No. And that. I also think there's lots of, yeah, I don't want to get into it, but yes, there's lots of things that can change over the course of all that time. Um, Almost two years. Yeah, it's a it's a long uh, it's a long time. Uh, we always start with a segment on the show that we like to call checking in. It's like the way you check into a hotel. We at the beginning of the show we go, "Hey, what's going on with you?" The way you would. To somebody when they were checking into a hotel like do they ever i guess they don't really say that at a hotel they don't go like what's going on with you no they go like do you want a king or a queen we have a double queen or a triple king or <laughs> That's a lot of kings <laughs> well it's for the Huge three room. kings it's for the three kings of, of orient are basketball you know? court <laughs> yeah they're following the star following yonder star um to see the baby Jesus. Uh, so let's 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 find out what's going on. Amber, what's going on with you? Yeah, sure. So yesterday was the fall equinox, as I'm sure you're aware. I smell witchcraft. <laughs> and um, probably three weeks ago, Abby sent me a message saying like, hey, do you want to come over for which Thanksgiving on the fall equinox? Um, it'll be really witchy. It'll be great. Are you saying Canadian Thanksgiving or American Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, which Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Right. Well, that's what made me like, I'm loving, I'm obsessed with how witchy she's become. Like she's become almost a parody of someone who's witchy, but I, I'm obsessed. I love it so much because Last week, I followed up with her and I was like, what was the date of that dinner again? And she responded, the equinox. And I was like, okay, bitch, we're not even using the calendar anymore. Like, okay, great. Like, we are witchy. Oh, let me just check my Earth calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Let me see where the planets are. Hold on. Let me get out my astrolabe. Um. And it was really fun. We drank wine and ate roasted vegetables and quinoa and um celebrated our harvest for the year and um, did ceremonies and meditated and just hung out basically. But 
it was fun to have something to look forward to. Uh, it sounds so sad, but like I spent the whole week being like, it's witch Thanksgiving this week. And, um, and I was like, oh, what do I wear to a witch Thanksgiving? I mean, so, come on, a pointy hat, a cloak and a broom, right? <laughs> well, I asked, I was like, what is the attire? And a fake ward on your chin? Because I don't need a fake one, baby. Because <laughs> 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 um, I love a theme. But I yeah. also don't want to be disrespect. Like, so I asked, "What's the attire?" And she wrote back, "Mother Earth gratitude." I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Abby. Got it. I'm just gonna reach into my Mother Earth gratitude closet. <laughs> but I nailed it. I nailed mm-hmm. it. By the way, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was fun to like plan an outfit, and I um. I went and got sunflowers to bring and a couple bottles. It felt like I was preparing for Thanksgiving or any holiday. Which Thanksgiving? It was just which Thanksgiving? Canadian or American? (laughs) Neither, Mm. oddly enough. Um, But yeah, I I told my parents that I was going to which Thanksgiving. And my mom was like, is she making a turkey? I was like, no, it's. She's cooking a stew. We're going to do it. We're going to stir it together. It's a pot of stew in the middle of the table. And we just, it just boils and bubbles and trouble. You know, there's all kinds of things that go on. And then she was like, oh, is Jeff and Smudgy coming? And I was like, oh, no, it's like. Just just the witches. witches. Yeah. (laughs) It's just going to be we girls from the coven. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And. It was it was fun. Um and that's just last night. I was expecting to ha- I was like banking on like great which Thanksgiving's the day before the podcast like I'll have some like hilarious stories and I was like oh no it was just like fun and we talked about our hopes and dreams and fears. Mm-hmm. Um and Oh, there was at one point she's like, I think we need to clear the energy and like and like raise it a little bit because this is supposed to be celebratory. And I was like, we should. I'm going to play who let the dogs out. <laughs> well, no, I was like, well, we do need to dance to September. And she's like, OK, great. And she got her like speaker and her phone. And she's like, so what's the song? And I was like, September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, <laughs> like I bring the cheese. <laughs> Well, I mean, it could have been that song from the Fantastics, speaking of musical theater, you right. know, which also was popularized by Frank Sinatra, speaking of witches, you know, the list goes on. <laughs> and Abby was a musical theater major, so. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't sure. There you go. So let me ask you this. I have a couple of questions. One is. Are there spells that go on? Like, is there, is there, do you cast spells and (laughs) are they at all malicious or is it all just like, no, it's, there's no spells. It's more about, um, like intention setting. And so like you write down what you want to get rid of and then you burn that. And then we took the ashes that we burnt and put them in the earth and we like touched the earth. So our hands Mm -hmm. were dirty and um, then we wrote down what we want to harvest in the next year and meditated on that while we looked at a candle and we made sand art that represented this. I'm, I'm doing this very, very condensed. It was right. more elaborate, but we 
we made sand art with these um, miniature crystals. Uh, just like how do you make sand art with crystals? Fair question. Um, I guess it was miniature crystal art, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Zing, gotcha. I wasn't even trying. I just was not able to picture in my head how that worked. Well, it like they were very fine crystal. Like I can't, like they were. Almost like sand. Yes, slightly bigger than sand. Um, and And so we were moving them around. Like we were letting... Basically, what she would say is instead of instead like use the sand to create art that represents what you want to manifest, but instead of like intellectualizing, like I'm going to represent this, like Mm -hmm. just start moving the sand and let it let the look, it's a dollar sign. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the one crazy thing was. So we did like the positive, the negative. So the art is not representative. It's abstract it's, in a yes. way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might, it might give you a message that you didn't even realize. And you you're saying it. sand, but you really mean crystals. Yes. Correct. And mine was mostly red Jasper. If that helps you. Does not help me. Cause I don't <laughs> know what that is. Uh, it sounds like a character from a Western movie. Like, <laughs> I got bad news. Red Jasper's back in town. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a big red beard. Uh, but uh, what? So is it on like. We were sitting on the ground and we had like a piece. She had set out, um, I guess, a circular tablecloth with autumnal leaves that we were sitting on. Mm-hmm. And she realized pretty quickly that pattern made it almost impossible to see the sand art. So she got, she went. She improvised and we had white pieces of paper that I love that, improv. That yeah. I know you do. I know. We've already went through it. Um, <laughs> so the white piece of paper ended up being sort of the canvas, but you could also go off of it, obviously. And but so you could see the the red jasper against the white paper. Right. Boss, I got bad news. Red Jasper's <laughs> back in town and he's silhouetted against paper. <laughs> Well, okay, so this is the craziest part of the art. Again, we used the sand art. It was also kind of fun because the entire point of sand art is that it's temporary. And a lot of times when you create something or you make something, it's like, this is the thing I made. And it's like the whole point is it's going to change in one second. I mean, Um, welcome to the fucking universe, by the way, right? And improv. This, this, (laughs) this is temporary. Wow. A few years from now, this is going to be fucking stardust. Wow. A few years? Sean, In the grand scheme of things? Sean, eat some vegetables. In the grand scheme of things, a few years, you know? Um, a blip. A blip of time. But one of the prompts she gave us while we were playing with the sand art was like, represent the shadow side or like the the... The part of you that's keeping you from what you're trying to manifest. Mm. And I, it was pretty literal. I probably wouldn't get a good grade in an art class, but I, I, I got all of my sand condensed together and literally in a box. But what I didn't know. What kind of box would you call that? Sandbox. (laughs) Crystal box. (laughs) Bingo. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
You're right. It's a fucking. God, I thought it was going to be a sandbox, but it's actually a crystal box. <laughs> Which sounds cool. Like mm-hmm. that sounds like a band name or something. Just uh, put the uh, put the uh, crystals in the crystal box. <laughs> but so we also had a candle. Anyway, there was a candle there the whole time, and I didn't do this intentionally. I I truly didn't. I didn't realize it until like I was zooming out and looking at it, but I had put all of the crystals in that box in the shadow of the candle. Whoa. (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) You said you didn't do that on purpose? This goes all the way to the top. (laughs) I, 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 (laughs) I also like how you are so fucking... Hollywood, you're okay. like, I didn't even think about it until I zoomed out. <laughs> I'm not Hollywood. Okay, Spielberg. And, um, but yeah, it was, we also, I, I didn't mention this. At the very beginning of the night, we put together care packages for um, the unhoused. And so we like blessed those as well. And so I have them, I have a few in my car so that if, and when I see someone in need, I could just give it to them. Mm-hmm. So that was like part of it. And what, what do those consist of? Like I, what, what kind of, what, which is, what are witches put in their care packages? <laughs> a few pairs of socks, mm-hmm. some deodorant, some protein bars, a couple bottles of water, um, some toothbrushes, nothing too crazy, but yeah. Just the necessities. Yeah. I was actually stressed when I was shopping for what to get for those care packages because mm-hmm. it felt like, is it insulting to give someone deodorant or like, I kept worrying. Is it though? Is it insulting? I'm asking because I told both my nieces that I would send them care packages at college and I'm like, what the fuck do I send them? And I feel right. like if I sent them deodorant, that would be like. Guys, get it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that, and and um, I was like shampoo, but like they don't have shower. Like truly, I don't want to get dry shampoo that that they don't need. But then I don't want it to be so utilitarian that it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like a gift. So I, I finally had to like let it go a little bit and be like, it might not be exactly what they need or want, but Mm -hmm. this is what I'm giving them. Oh, that's good. So there's never a moment when you're at this witch Thanksgiving or whatever, where you're like, <laughs> yeah, or like my neighbor takes up two spots and let's turn her into a newt. No, no, no. Like, no, I feel no. like witches are always turning people into newts for some, I don't know why mm-hmm. newts are the thing, but they're always, that's what they turn people into is a newt. And right. No, there was no um, malicious. I don't even know what a newt, it's like a lizard, right? It's a a newt? lizard. Yeah. yeah. I love lizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, of course you do. You're a fucking witch. <laughs> Makes total sense. Um, so no spells, no, no like. Spells, no, it was more just about like envisioning what you want and mm-hmm. getting rid of things that are no longer serving you. It's very like personal. It's so not about outside right. like affecting events. Using your powers for good. Right. Well, and I think I would argue. Abby's the witchiest among us all two of us right and she is even like i don't believe in magic as in like alakazam i'm gonna make this happen but it's kind of like 
the power of positive thinking or manifestation just kind of like on steroids, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I feel like steroids is, you know, (laughs) dangerous, but can be good if you're going for the right thing. What I mean is she's not like turning things into other things or like Mm -hmm. curing things. It's, it's just about like, she wouldn't even say what I just said about, about um, manifesting on steroids. She would say it's, it's about like listening. It's about getting Mm -hmm. like very, very aware. So it's not, it's a, it's about listening to what actually is happening. Right. So here's my, here's my next question Mm -hmm. is, I don't know how to frame this, but like, it's really two questions. Like, like why? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's one question. It's one word. Why? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, where does this come from? Uh-huh. You know, where is this witchcraft that Abby is practicing coming from? Is it just something that she is manifesting herself? And if not, and if this is like in the witch's guide to witching. Witching uh, for idiots. Yeah, witching. (laughs) Yeah. If it is, then why does being a witch have such a bad reputation? Like what? Because I feel like if you tell somebody you're a witch, they're like, come on, man. Let's go get a steak and see what happens. You know? (laughs) because they burn witches at the stake okay all right okay but you Um, know what i'm saying like witches are in popular culture witches are evil they're not they're not like i am manifesting my future they're like turning their fucking neighbor who takes up two parking spaces into a newt we get it yeah (laughs) lots of newts i I'm just going to conjecture times a million mm-hmm. because we don't. We don't deal in facts. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But I think there's multiple things going on. I think the definition of which is evolving, but also it, this is the true definition of what a witch was originally but that um the power and the magic and the intuition that women could possess scared people and and it was it's kind of like a bad pr um So if they had had a better publicist in Salem back in the 1600s, witches would not have the reputation that they have in popular culture. I Yes. Like, that sounds insane. But I, I would, again, I have no research to back this up. I do not know what I'm talking about. But I would bet. Welcome to the club, my friend. <laughs> I very much enjoyed Prince of Tides with Robert Redford. But I would bet even if you went back in a time machine to Salem, Mm -hmm. a lot of the women that were persecuted for witchcraft were probably doing things very similar to what Abby and I did last night. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like they weren't turning people into newts because you can't do that. But <laughs> but it to ward people off it and to keep the power, like for the church to keep the power, mm-hmm. you have to make it as scary and ominous and um oogly boogly as possible. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm, do you agree yeah. or disagree or do you Yeah, agree? so somebody was running into the church going, Goodman Brown, we must go find out what's going on. They're making sand art from crystals <laughs> right. and calling it sand art. Right. It's illuminated by white paper. What do you suppose the significance of that is? Maybe they can't see the crystal. Just shut up, <laughs> shut oogly boogly. <laughs> I just rewrote the crucible, basically. Um yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting to me that like every time you talk about it, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool, but like that's so not what you think of when you think of witches. Right. Know? I guess if if I didn't say witch, if I just said like we were doing new age shit, mm-hmm. would you I would tune out instantly. I would be like, oh boy. But witches, you're like, okay, I'm yeah, listening. I'm like <laughs> You have piqued my interest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is new agey in a way, but it, it, it feels more specific than that, mm-hmm. you know, because. She, I just also have known her over 20 years and mm-hmm. it's just funny because she goes through phases. She always has always will. And so um, she was doing tarot readings. And then for a little while, she's like, you know, I'm kind of over tarot readings. I'm really into doing rune readings. And that like really tickled me because I don't even know what that means. Like I grew up in a hippie commune. And when you've like out hippie me, like I am impressed. (laughs) So I don't even fully know what a rune reading is. And so I was like, what? I I remember asking her. Like little little things that you kind of look little stones and and stuff. It tells you. And I was like, I know I didn't, that didn't help me. But um, so last night I was like, oh, like how are runes going? And she's like, I don't do runes anymore. And I fell on the floor laughing because I was like the way she was. I don't do runes anymore. I'm really into the card game Uno. (laughs) Yeah. It's like runes Mm. and Abby broke up. Like she's like, I don't discuss runes. (laughs) (laughs) So does she have a new thing now or is that, is it like she's in search of something? It was like a Celtic like it was like a tarot card but celtic was she was starting to get into that and it's like mm-hmm. well she that's that, again you would have been dying even more than i was because she was like you know it's just like celtic journeying and so you you take the celtic journeying card and you do like a celtic journey and i was like you keep saying that like that's a thing that i know what it oh, is. oh yeah yeah celtic journey <laughs> sure you're talking, about, you're talking about when all the Irish people left during the potato famine in 1848. But uh, yeah, interesting. It's it, it's always it's interesting. Harmless. Yeah, yeah, and it's also always interesting because it's like we're all looking for something, right? And so she, in a sense, is just making it more concrete in terms of like, well, this is the answer. If I just read the runes right, I'll get it. Whereas for me, it might be like, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna read a book about writing or I'm going to go buy new stationary supplies to, to sort of 
move past whatever is blocking me in life right now. Right, right, right. And and in her defense, in Witch's defense overall, she would, with runes, with tarot cards, with Celtic journeying, she wouldn't say, like, I'm going to these cards for the answer. Mm -hmm. It's really just a way to tap into your own subconscious anyway. So it's like, it's like what you're already thinking. It's just a way to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and, and I think that when I say we're all looking for something, I think it's unconscious. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like we're all going, I just need to find the answer. I mean, some people are, you know, I need uh, to find a note. Eat, eat, love, pray, or pray, love. What's that thing about mm-hmm. Julia Roberts where she it's prayed? About Julia Roberts, loves. that documentary about Julia uh, Roberts. Eat, pray, love. That's what it's called. Uh, but so she was like, I'm going to go figure it all out. Uh-huh. Um, but I think most people are just kind of stumbling along and yet have this desire to figure things the fuck out. And like, right. this is a tangible way to go if I look at these runes, (laughs) this is obviously I would have to have a time machine for this, but like, if I look at these runes, it will help me figure things out. (laughs) (laughs) If I spin this bottle, it will tell me which direction I should go henceforth. Right. Um, So, but I think what you're saying is true, which is like, it's channeling like, and focusing on like like you, you know, you even said like, what's the shadow that's keeping me from? I don't forget how you said it, but like manifesting my power or achieving my. I think that's exactly how I said purpose. It. <laughs> or I, I, I wasn't really into, paying attention, was tapping it? Um... Into my, <laughs> tapping into my stream of wonder, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but like focusing on that, you know, um, it's like a different version of meditation or something, mm-hmm. you know, Ex- exactly. Or, or sort of like therapy or self-reflection therapy. I was thinking of therapy too. Yeah. Like self-reflection, examining what's going on, which I think a lot of people don't necessarily do or don't have time to do, or, you know, I can just sit down and eat chips in front of the TV right. instead of like going, why am I so miserable all the time? Whatever. And not to be so Hollywood, but like zooming out and trying to see patterns other rather than just um, being in it. Right. Trying and, to and recognize. I think you're right. Yeah. You see the pattern. You zoom out. You see the pattern. You pan across. <laughs> Jump cut <laughs> into the rune. <laughs> you see all the patterns. <laughs> yes. And then you do a montage and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, my favorite, so, um, just thinking of editing jokes shots, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. is in a movie when <clears throat> they, in not very great movies, but they want you to like feel something at the end about them either getting together or one of them dying. And they do a quick montage of literally every scene of the two of them in the mm-hmm. movie. And it was like, yes, I saw it the first time. Like, I, I don't, it, this isn't as successful as you think it is. I think what would make that even better is if we saw right now, if there was a way. A montage of me saying that. No, no, no. A montage <laughs> of you watching those mont Like, every time you saw a montage like that, just going, oh. <laughs> Just slack jawed in yeah, sweatpants. Yeah. 
I saw it the first time. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, filmmaking technique. You know, that's what that's what it's all about, really. Uh, what else? So you, so you had your, your witch Thanksgiving and it makes you, because you have to think about what you want to harvest in the next year. That is Mm -hmm. the exercise. And, um, I found it a little bit difficult in the sense that I, I, I feel a hesitation to be like too specific because um, and I think it's something that I need to get over or work through or, but like, I don't want to be like, try some de- fucking runes, see what happens. <laughs> right. But I don't want to say like, I definitely want to buy a boat. I'm just saying that for the, for this, like it for the, and then I don't you know, buy a that's boat. What I, that's and what then I it's like, Oh great. Next. It's another fail- failure. Mm-hmm. But then what I'm doing now is all of my goals are like, be happy. Like they're right. so amorphous that it's it's hard to have an actionable um like path from there right so yeah i'm in like this weird place where it's it's not i i'm too afraid of being hyper specific and i i think i'm also in a place where i'm like i i have what i need like there isn't a i don't have a laundry list of things i need if i look around i have what i need i'm very lucky and it feels um, greedy to be asking for a lot more, but maybe I need to dream bigger. I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is all stuff that I'm just working through right now. There's also so many areas to think about. Like, in right. Terms is it of like, like my personal life? Is it finances? Is it my right. career? Is right. it relationships and recycling? Um, and like, a, a, it's <laughs> something that I'm, I keep bumping up against in my journaling in the witchcraft last night, but it's like, I don't know if I still fully know what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) And that's kind of a problem. Welcome to the club, my friend. (laughs) Welcome to the club. But yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to figure that out. I think. Well, I think I have a deep, seated belief i know that i do it was instilled in me my whole childhood Mm -hmm. um there isn't a lot about where i grew up and the belief systems that are like sticking with you but this is is that everyone was born for divine purpose special purpose you might say yeah sure (laughs) um and i truly believe that Mm -hmm. But it also is giving me like an existential crisis of what if I'm not doing it? Like, <laughs> how do I know? And I mean, we could talk about this all night, but I also am starting to explore the idea that maybe my um, divine purpose isn't tied to the job that I have. And the capitalist society we live in has made us think that job equals purpose Mm -hmm. and that I might have a job 
that I like find that I can survive off. And then my divine purpose is outside of that. It, mm-hmm. It's in the relationships it I have with Jeff. people. It's with Jeff. It's with Smudgy. Like, I, again, uh, these are all just like theories that I'm, are rattling around in my brain. Because I, I, it's hard for me to believe that my divine purpose is doing the social media for DreamWorks animation. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, but also that's not necessarily the end of the road, you know? Right. And it might be a stepping stone. Yeah. But you understand what I'm talking about. I do. About. I like do. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's hard. It's hard to commit to something because I mean, I'm talking now in terms of harvest, it's hard to go. This is the thing I want because what if I don't get it? Although I always feel like, and I'm terrible at that. I'm terrible at going, I want to do this. And I do feel like the few times I've done that, it's a thing that's actually happened. You know, mm-hmm. like when I have said this specific thing is my goal right now, it has worked out, but you also run the risk of, like you said, not accomplishing that like what if you plant corn and the corn gets eaten by newts sent by a witch right and you're like fuck i didn't grow corn but i feel like when that happens there's always other things that come out of that thing you know like you learn something else or yeah 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 and it's i i agree with you i um I feel like every time that I'm, I'm, I dream a little bit bigger and I'm more laser focused on it. I make progress, mm-hmm. but it's just scary making that choice initially or some, I don't know. I don't know why I don't consistently do that. Yeah. And I think that's, I think a lot of people are like that. Not everybody, but I think a lot of people are are like it kind of goes back to what you were saying before, where it's easy to be in the middle of things and not, you know, dolly back and pan across and then use a steady cam to go, this is what's Chiron. Going on. <laughs> uh dubbed in German. No, but <laughs> but yeah, to to not see the forest for the trees. Yeah. You just kind of I'm trying not to do that is what I'm right. saying, but it's also painful. Um, I don't know, waking up or becoming aware. It, it's, um, it's a little bit uncomfortable on the way. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I have not been comfortable in 35 <laughs> years, you know, oh, <laughs> right now I cast a spell. Yeah. Yeah. I need to turn my neighbor into a, Newt. Um, <laughs> what else? What else? I feel like I gave a lot of like my yeah, heart. But you know, there's always more. There's always more. <laughs> my vulnerability uh, uh, about where I am in my life, my existential crisis, my witchiness. Yeah. Yeah. My, my how my childhood has formed how I dream. I feel like I, I just did a lot. <laughs> You also just did the thing. You just did a montage of everything you already <laughs> talked about. I zoomed <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there's people watching this right now going, we saw it already. <laughs> um, I, uh, I will, uh, I, I will just say a couple of things. Uh, 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 I, um, went today, I, you know, I've talked about this before. I, I still am having tremendous difficulty with schedule. Like I, I'm just up so late because I, part of it is because I'm teaching a few nights and it's hard when you teach until down. nine o'clock to go, well, you know, it's I'll like, I don't even need immediately. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. even need dinner till a few hours after that. And then, you know, so then you hit and, the clubs. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's weird. The clubs are weird now because the only, only two people are allowed in at the same time and you have to wear a mask. So I don't know who the other person is and we're You're both like vibing and dancing. <laughs> But I'm not sure. That sounds uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, the schedule thing is fucking me up. Like, it really is fucking me up, I think. Uh, and so what I've been trying just this week to do, and it's not really working, but I'm like, well, what if I get up and the first, because this is what I would like to do. And I did it for probably a year while I was working at Mr. Pickles, not a year because I never worked a year straight, but for like six or eight months while I was working at Mr. Pickles, I was getting up and going to the gym before work every morning. And that always made me feel a sense of accomplishment. It's like, mm -hmm. if I go to the gym first thing in the day, the rest of the day is just gravy. Anything I get done the rest of the day, I'm like, Great, but I already won because I did this thing before everything else. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what if I just get up and I go not to the gym because I don't go to the gym anymore, but I exercise in some way. And as we've talked about, I did really commit back in February to exercising yeah. on a regular basis. And I've been pretty good about it, like really good about it, actually, Um and and that's a, a significant amount of time. That's like seven, eight months. Well, I don't know if there's a way to figure that out. I mean, is there some you get a witch in here. mechanism, How like many a slide rule or something? Yeah. <laughs> How many witch Thanksgivings have there been? Uh, One. <laughs> oh, right. That didn't help. Uh, but a couple of things. One is, you know as you know, I did not feel well a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that took me down for yeah. a while, like probably for like a week and a half, I wasn't doing what I had been doing. And like, I did, you know, I did manage probably most of those days to at least go out and walk for that's, like an hour, you know? Great. Um, but it wasn't like I was in the, in the conservatory in my apartment with the, the kettleballs, you know, or whatever. Um, the conservatory <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it sound like, like the house in clue. Um, no, but, um, I, I hear you cause I feel like every time I get in sort of a rhythm and a pattern of working out once I get sick, it's like, no, yeah, yeah. because it's like, 
the inertia of it all. Like once I stop, it's so much harder to start again. It's a big stall. It's a big stall. And I, so that happened. And then I was like, okay, let me try to just start up again. And I have a whole thing written out like a program of like, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, whatever. And I started again, you know, five or six days ago. And I've also started in addition to like the weight thing, I've also started running a little bit. And I say running, it's not running. It's like sprinting. Mostly I'm mostly just sprinting a mile or two, like nonstop, incredibly fast. Um, No, Uh, but I, uh, so I was like, let me start this up again. And I just didn't like I was starting, but I didn't feel good. And so I kind of like you half-assed it a little or like, well, not, not, not just that, but like, first of all, I was like, okay, yeah, I got sick. And so I didn't do this stuff for like a week and a half. And so I'm a little off my game right now, but that's okay because I was sick and it's okay. And it happened. And it's not like I need to sit here and go, you fucking asshole. What's wrong with you? You know? And then when I started up again, it's hard to get back and hit it as hard as I was hitting it before. So I did a couple of sessions where I was like, I was like, I, I got up, I started, I'm working. It's been a half an hour and I'm just, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to keep going despite my misgivings. You know what I mean? Like, like we've talked before about like being a rule follower and like, I have Mm -hmm. to do this, this, and this, and this, and the recipe has to be exactly right. And I have to do, I wrote this down. So I have to do exactly what I said. And I was just like, you know what? I did some, and that's a victory because I didn't feel like it. And so, and, and I feel like that's okay. Like I, I'm trying to be okay with like going, I didn't do everything I set out to do, but I still brought it and came and did it, you know, the all or nothing. Right. Um, But so with the, with the, I can do the, I can do the weight stuff here in the apartment. But with the running thing, it's like I want to go do it at the at the reservoir because it's so pleasant up so there. Nice. It's like and you're in I, the country a little bit. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's flat. Like if I do it in my neighborhood, it's, it's so it's all, hilly and like and the sidewalks are like broken. Yeah. And like I, you know, as we know, I fell a few weeks ago when I was walking around on the street, which by the way, I don't know if I ever said this, but there were huge ditches there in the asphalt. That's what tripped me up in the middle of the night. It wasn't just like I was walking along and fell. But anyway, no, no one <laughs> like you act like we were all roasting you for it. I, I feel like everybody was against me. I feel like everybody was like taking me to task for yeah, being yeah, yeah. a spaz, you know. Uh but anyway, it's hard. It's hard to get up and get motivated and go when you don't have a schedule to keep to Mm. like, if I don't have to teach till six o'clock at night, I don't have to get going right away. And then you just never do it. And then it's after teaching and I'm like, I don't feel so anyway, I'm like, okay, I'll go, I'll get up. I'll go get a coffee at Starbucks, drive to the reservoir, whatever. So this morning, this morning probably wasn't even morning it was probably later in the day than that 
but I got up, I went to Starbucks and I ran into this guy uh, who really felt to me like a, like a metaphor for this whole period of time that we have all been away for. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like we're living in such a weird, so weird time. So this is a guy who hangs out in the parking lot of the strip mall, hoping that people will give him money. And he's been there for years. And so I used to run into him every morning and, you know, I'd give him whatever, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. We'd have conversations. I remember one time him telling me that he was so happy because he had been sober for five years as of that day. And like, we talked about that for a while and, uh, but I haven't seen him in two years, basically, or a year and a half because of all the stuff right. that's going on. And so there he was today. He seemed way worse off than he had been a year and a half ago. Like his voice was all fucked up. He was missing way more teeth than he had been before. Like, <sighs> yeah. And, and he didn't, he, he was, he didn't know who I was. Like he was always so like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like we, we, we didn't know each other, but we kind of knew each other, you know? Yeah. And he was just like, can I, can I have some money? Can you, can you give me some money? And I was like, let me see what I can do. So anyway, I went in, I got a coffee. I came back out and <laughs> I gave him a couple bucks and he was like, I remember you. And like, I was so glad that he said that you know like you were it was scaring you or yeah and it was like it's that thing of like everything's been wiped out by being gone for a year and a half you know and i'm sure this guy has a tremendous amount of shit to deal with because of what his life is but i just was it was good it was good you know um so then I went up to the reservoir yeah. and sprinted three miles. <laughs> five um, minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, five minute miles. Uh, but again, like, it's that thing of like, I'm just not going to judge. I'm just going to do it and whatever. Yes. But I really was, I really was thinking about it because it, it, it's, it, it doesn't, I know that I am doing this for good reason. And it is a healthy thing to do in a lot of ways. It's, you know, it's, it's just healthy for your brain and for your body to, to, to be exercising. But I still feel shitty a lot of the time, you know? Yeah. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, I remember saying when I started back in February, which I don't know how long ago that was, but it was There's a while no ago. And I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to feel better. And it might take a couple of years and it definitely has not been a couple of years. Right. And so I was like trying to remind myself that I am on a two year timeline and it's only been basically a third of that at this right. point. So it's okay that even though I'm sprinting five minute miles, I'm not down to just almost breaking the four minute barrier <laughs> yet, you know, like that's okay. Um, but it's still hard because like yesterday I was like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to, I'm going to exercise and it just didn't happen. And then there it was one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, ah, I got to do this. And I started, 
I started exercising for like half an hour. And then I, and it was the same thing. I was like, I just, this is just too late. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to, then you can't fall asleep. I'll be up until six o'clock in the morning, you know? Um, But at least I'm, at least I'm trying, at least I'm trying. Um, And then, uh, yeah, here's the other thing I would like to do. I like, you know how I like to do impressions on this show, right? Like I did that impression (laughs) of the, uh, of the guy who, was the tech guy for, you know, the guy who was like (laughs) that guy. Uh, So would it be okay if I did another impression right now? I beg you to. Do you know uh, the actor Richard Kind? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's great. I love Richard Kind. He's, he's so funny. He's so funny in, in everything he does. Um, And a nice guy too. Like I remember meeting him at you a. Say uh, he's kind. He's kind. He's very kind. His name fits. Uh, he. There he's was some rich with kindness. <laughs> uh, there, there was some party. I think it was like a UCB rap party or something, and he was there, and he was just. Oh, he's and he's done monologues for ASCAP before. Uh, I can see he, him being amazing at that. He was very rich and very kind. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to do my Richard Kind impression. And it goes like this. <clears throat> That's him as the uh, technician in a movie about a kidnapping. No, no, no. Here's my, here's my Richard Kind impression. It goes like this. So you have diabetes. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. Because uh, he's doing some medication commercial at this point. Uh, all right. Why don't we uh, uh, take a break and then we'll come back and we'll do a segment on the show that we like to call "Parting Shots." Unless when we take a break, Amber turns me into a newt. I will turn Smudgy into a newt before you, for sure. Okay. That sounds good. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Thank you so much for all of your overwhelming support. We really appreciate it. And we want more. So please feel free to leave us a five-star review on iTunes Write to your local paper. Uh, Send episodes of the show to your friends that you care about or your enemies you want to bother. Suggest it to people. Turn to the person next to you on the bus and say, would you like to hear what I'm listening to? Spread the word. We can never get enough of that. Now, back to our show. back you were listening to the long shot the thing i forgot to mention about when i went running today is uh i got to the reservoir and i realized that i had forgotten to bring my headphones so i was out there for like almost an hour just with my own heavy breathing my own footfalls and my own thoughts and that's kind of a fucking nightmare not to um be a one-upper but i couldn't find my 
earbuds when I ran a marathon. I was left alone with my thoughts for literally hours doing the most intense. Like that was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. That sounds like a nightmare. Like doing some like weird vision quest. If I had to spend, <laughs> if I had to spend, you know, five, four or five hours with your thoughts, that would be like <laughs> a nightmare. Um, but I will say it was funny. There was a guy. So I, so I got to the, I got to the reservoir and I, you know, walked in through the gate and I was just walking at first. And there was a guy behind me who came running along, like all of a sudden I heard, and I was still in the, in the headspace of like, Oh fuck, I'm going to have to like listen to my own thoughts for, yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden I hear music behind me and this guy comes trotting along and he just has his phone on speaker and he's playing his music. It's my least favorite. It's the thing now, though, like anybody in public who's in a conversation on their phone, they're just on speakerphone. Like, it's just that's what everybody does. They just talk on speakerphone all the time. So he was OK with just like, you know, I was picturing him if it had been, you know, 40 years ago, he would have been jogging with like a boom box over his shoulder. It'd be um, a good workout. Yeah. I mean, on one side. Right. Uh, and cross laterally, he would have incredible abs because his body would have been working, his core would have been working right. all the time to uh, to get that to work. Uh, okay, well, we're at a point in the show that we call parting shots. Um, so I will go first. I would like to do an impression oh, no. <laughs> of Richard. <laughs> so you have diabetes. <laughs> uh, no, I um, I don't like. I used to yell at Eddie and Jamie when they would do this. Um, but I am going to say that tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going downtown to do some voiceover recording. Oh, that's fun. And I think this is kind of like what you were saying about having something to look forward to. I'm like, great. Like, I'm just so happy to be getting to out be of the house and time. like, I get to be yeah, creative. yeah, yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm just, yeah, exactly. Like I'm excited to be around other people and be in a collaborative, funny process. And they're mostly people that I like. And, you know, it's, it's just like, oh, I forgot what this was like, you know? Uh, so I don't have a story about that, which is why I used to yell at oh, gotcha. Amy because it hasn't happened yet. So but what's the point of saying excited that? excited about it. But I am, yeah, I'm looking what forward is to the, it. You probably can't say much, but I can't. It's you know somebody's doing a an animated pilot and asked me to do some some voices and that's fun. You're good yeah. at voices. Yeah, I like to say. I hear you, but I'm kind. Very, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> like I'm in the booth and they're like, uh, "Listen, let's try it again." And can you not do Richard Kind? And can you stop saying? Can you do the you have diabetes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying you have diabetes, and this is not, it's There's not nothing. in the script. Yeah, right. um, no, but it's funny though, right? Like I'm trying to make it funnier. I'm adding to it. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, I called my niece today. Another different niece than the two that are in college. I called my niece because it was her birthday today, and. She had a thing on called an Udi. Do you know what this is? An Udi? Uh-uh. 
It's like halfway between a blanket and a hoodie. It's oh. just like a giant thing, but with a hood and like pockets in it. Anyway. Kind of I, like the slanket. Remember the, yeah, yeah. Something in that area hood? with a hood. Right. This it um, sounds like something that I would be into big time. <laughs> that's how I felt, too. I was like, I want that. Like, that give, is me, a, give me, give yeah, me, give me. I want I don't that. have to wear clothes. I just right, wear a right. <laughs> and like. I'm 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 thinking again about going up to Idaho in a few weeks and like this would be perfect for the weather up there, you know, to to wander around in my in my hoodie. hoodie. Yeah, so you know, if anybody's looking for something to gift me for my do you gift people things or to give me as a gift? I don't know how you say it, but is it gift or gift? Do you hear this? Yes, yes. There's an ambulance and he sings the ambulances. Smudgy. Uh Great song, but you're done. Thank you. Um, (laughs) 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 I think it's you receive. (laughs) Okay, so I would like to receive an hoodie as a gift from someone. It's a good holiday gift, but you probably need it before the holidays. Hers was covered in avocados on toast. Uh, I don't know if that's appropriate for me. I think I would want something different from that. Like, what would you want? Like ham and eggs? <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, ham and eggs, or you know, uh, steak and oh, eggs, smudge. or bacon and egg. Like something with mm-hmm. eggs. You know, mm-hmm. more more protein. Like, like eggs, like a protein. A, yeah, yeah. A meat yeah, and an just egg. macros. Like you want to you want to make sure you get the right macros. You know. <laughs> Um, so some protein, some fat, some good fat, mm-hmm. which avocados covers, but not just fat and that. carbs. You want protein too. Mm-hmm. That's my parting shot. <laughs> and now over to Amber for parting shots. My parting shot is. Alakazam. Imagine if <laughs> no. I just turned, like if we that- worked that out ahead of time. <laughs> I, I mean, that's pretty easy news. to do in a video. Yeah. <laughs> like, not <We> to. Just... <laughs> pan like, over yeah. and then pan back. And I'm Where a new. Um, yeah. No, I. Friend of the show, friend of me, friend of you, mm-hmm. Jane freaking Becker won an Emmy last weekend. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. I'm so like beside myself proud of her and excited for her and um it's also so it was what was it again it was best supporting actress or <laughs> yeah. what was the uh was best boy mm-hmm. <laughs> um for ted lasso and yeah i'm just so proud it's like so surreal it's so crazy to see your good friend win an emmy and um not to make it about me but, but that's I what we're here for. I experienced the world through my own eyes. Yeah. I this what I truly, really, truly, this wasn't my first thought. But in the last couple of days, I was like, I used to write sketch shows with her. She was my writing partner. Hot dog volcano. She, and now she's writ she's won an Emmy for writing. Like mm-hmm. that's so crazy and surreal. And I don't know. It's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, Jane, because I know you listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I, I don't know. It's not, um, I don't have a, a, a rich story to go along with. I don't have a Richard Kind story to go along with it, but I, it felt. So you won an Emmy. <laughs> it felt notable enough to bring up like, good Lord. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing. It's validation from the people in charge. Um, so, and I, and I get what you're saying. Like, you're like, well, I, I used to work with that person. So <laughs> it's interesting, you know, it um, like means something and it means nothing to me personally. Like it, it's well, but I, I think it, right. It's not like at your job, they're going to be like, Oh, Amber, we're bumping your pay because you used to write. <laughs> sketches for hot dog volcano with somebody who won an emmy um but it's meaningful to you because this is somebody with whom with whom you had a creative relationship at one time and with whom you also have a personal relationship but the fact that there was a creative relationship that is the creativity for which she has won this award there's just a connection there you know yeah it's it's of note. <laughs> it's of note. Yes. <laughs> what note? I don't know. I'm which which that. note? Which note? <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else? Anything else you wanted to plug or mention or uh, get into? No, I have nothing to plug. This is the one thing I do. I guess watch DreamWorks animation TV shows and follow us on all the social channels because um, I will DreamWorks say DreamWorks that- needs us to plug them. They definitely are getting something <laughs> no. out of it. Well, and it's not, it's, it's understandable. And my boss actually like sort of talked me off the ledge, but we get reports on how we're doing and, and basically like, the moment I got the job, everything went down <laughs> across the board. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Bobby, get the social media director in here. Something is tanking. So um, that didn't feel great for my ego, but it was also yeah. like we were posting less because we were doing bare minimum and I was learning it. Like, it's all fine, but it's like. Well, you fantasy. didn't even have the Facebook manager access. No, I didn't for, for all of August. I didn't Whose get Whose fault is that? Not yours. Not me. I'm, I'm not trying to blame, but blame names. Don't blame names. Okay. <laughs> your name doesn't make your destiny. But, um, Although you know, like in your fantasy, you get into the job and you make it so i understand somehow. you're the new i understand you're the new social yeah. media director well congratulations because we're up seven points on the stock market thanks <laughs> to and they and it's like it doesn't normally do this but the ticker says like all due to social media <laughs> it looks like somebody's getting a big christmas bonus not you but somebody will <laughs> but it's it's gonna be fine but it's it's just it is fun it is tough to read a report that was like all of the metrics fell like everything that you could imagine. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Get Kenny in here. I want to have a conference with her. <laughs> We're going to give her a performance review. She just started two days ago. Exactly. I don't even know it's what time to nip it in the bud. Right. <laughs> 
Uh, it is funny because I still have conversations with my boss sometimes that are like, hey, why was this not posted here? And I'm like, didn't know that was a place. <laughs> that wasn't me. Like, didn't know it existed. So I didn't... <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I didn't know DreamWorks had a presence on Rumble and Parlor. Truly. It's it's funny because it's um everyone's like, feel free to ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. And maybe there, I, I do a little bit have a pride issue. Like I want to figure it out myself, mm-hmm. but truly most of, if not all of the problems that I've encountered, it's not like, because I didn't ask the question. It's like, I would have no idea to even ask that. Well, that's what I was going to say. You got to know what the question to ask right. is. It's like, <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was, that right. exi- existed. Like, can you yeah. tell me other Social media platforms I don't know about that we're supposed to be posting on. Right. (laughs) No reason to ask you about. Do you have any other questions? Yeah. What other questions should I have is my question. And then you just disappear because. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I should have had a spell about the social media metrics going up. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, it's, um, be careful what you wish for. It's like a fine line. Cause some of the posts I'm like, Oh, we're getting a lot of interaction. And everyone's like, I hate it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the internet, but <laughs> it's so yeah. It's social media. Like that is a funny thing about social media is like, it is mostly about hating things. Mm-hmm. That's the vast majority of what opinions are going to get. Nobody's going to go, Hey, good job. DreamWorks. You guys are great. They're going to go, fuck you. Sorry, we we were wrapping it up, but in one of the reports, it's mm-hmm. it's sentiment. So it's like positive, neutral, or negative, and um, always the biggest percentage is neutral. And my boss is like, "That's misleading," because nobody goes on the internet and posts like this show exists, and I feel neither good nor bad about it. Like neutral usually is positive. Like you're not posting about like. Hey, this show is new because you hate it. I don't know. It's just interesting. I think I texted you about this. I can't remember, but when I rewatched season two of Succession, that scene where Connor gives the eulogy at the, the funeral. Best. <laughs> it's it's so, the best. The whole season is it's so just good. all oh, it's great. But like that moment is so funny because that's exactly what he does. He just does it completely neutral. He's or like he's like, some people die. He and was a happened. man. People <laughs> die, and now he is dead. And before he, is he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh all right, folks, this has been The Long Shot. It is a podcast. It's mostly about witchcraft and Richard Kind. And social media metrics. <laughs> <laughs> the neutrality of social media metrics. And Jane Becker winning an Emmy. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, oh go, you know what? Go right now and, and, and leave us a, a, a five... St- <laughs> Leave us. This is a thing that I've noticed recently in podcasts is there's a lot of podcasts where they just go, Hey, go leave us a five-star review on. And 
I feel like we should just do that because it's always been like, hey, if you feel like going to review us, no, please we're do. too wishy-washy. Go yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Leave a five-star review. The the we didn't we didn't talk at all about the um the Mur- Murdoch murders, but which is fine. But that's a thing that the good podcast about that show, she says that at the end of every one. And it's really funny because she's like, she's like, so please go right now and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And unless don't say anything, if you're going to talk about my vocal fry, because <laughs> like every episode, she says that until the last episode, she said, I just listened to the, I don't know if it's the most recent episode, but it was like the, the last episode I listened to. And she goes, as it turns out, doing a weekly podcast about murders is very stressful on your mental health. So we do need to take a break. And I don't think when we come back, we're going to be doing this every week. <laughs> fair, fair, yes. fair, fair. Uh, all right, folks, this has been The Long Shot. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. I used to dance like a fighter So now I mix my memories with a rusty old spoon And I taste them when I am all done For the grease stains and back pains and card games And migraines and my fame just melting in the sun But if there's anybody here who remembers me If there's anybody here who remembers me Then tell me right now I'm just searching for a taste that's as bitter as my own And I don't know when I'm gonna find it